showing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship Get the sound right on my ears. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. It is time. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Follow us, re-listen to the show, or share us with your friends on all your favorite podcast platforms. My name is TJ Graney. I'll be hosting you this morning. Cody Ryan is fishing today. He, we, he may call in. He's with the he's at the inaugural National Professional Fishing League event in Alabama, and so hopefully we'll get a call from him sometime today, sometime this morning, and see how that's going. See what the water looks like. Look beautiful there. Beefsteak is in the house. I'll do Cody. I'll do the Cody. Hi, this is Cody, and I don't know what my intro is. <laughs> you know how he's always trying to figure out his new intro, his walk-in music, you know, or sing. Yes. So I thought I'd do that for him. Hi, Cody. Good morning. Uh, you're supposed to say oh, yours. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Beef, uh, beef steaks in the house. Oh, and Road yeah. Rash is the ranch hand that gets there early. Make sure that everything gets set up, the gate gets open, the old pot belly stove gets fired up, put some foil on the coat hanger. Uh, this segment of the show is brought to you by McBride's Guns. McBride's Guns is our Austin family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. McBride's Guns has a gunsmith on staff to help you repair or modify your firearms. Looking for a personal carry? One place. McBride's Guns. You'll find them in the same place they've been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them at 512-472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns is our hometown gun shop. Speaking of getting things done, did you get your yard done yesterday? Negative, Red Rider. You know, is that a sore subject? You no, I had to peel out before oh, I... I uh, I had to peel out before to the wedding shower. See, I've never heard thing. of a wedding shower before. Dude, 
I guess when you get into those upper crusts, back you know, in your de- um, back in the when you got married, they didn't have wedding showers. They had dude. I went to the justice of the so, peace. I did it the right way. You did do it the right way, and we just went. In fact, the little known secret about the whole thing <laughs> is that we went down there. I went down there to get my my uh, our license, wedding license. I hope Miss Beefsteak is listening, but no, she knows. Um, she doesn't care. Hope she knows. <laughs> we went, so we yeah, went down sign there. This. this is really a DBA doing business as <laughs> uh, we're going to be partners on this. So we uh, we went went down there, wanted to get married, got our license, but there's a 72 hour waiting period. It's kind of <gasps> like a co- like up in the northern states where they have a cooling off period for buying a gun. Yeah, you can't just go out and buy a gun, you know, because right. you may do something bad with it. Uh huh. Or be mad. Well, they have that with marriage licenses too. So you could get a marriage license, but you got to wait seventy two hours. Like, no way! Come on, we got. And so you know why they do that, right? You know, people a little, yeah, 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 you yeah. know, little, right? They get woo-hoo. a little, yeah. Hey, let's get married right now. Let's well, you can go it. in Nevada. You can go get married anywhere, anytime. Guy on the street corner by, by Elvis. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> if you want to hear the rest of my story. We, get it done I, I figured it out Jeez. we i i was yelling at i'm like there's got to be a way there's got we got to fit they're like sir there is one thing you can do you can go talk to a judge a municipal judge and they can uh go ahead and write audit write it off and just agree that you don't need to have that 72 hour waiting period you can have a judge do that. so it was like three minutes to five ran over to the uh, She's with you. Yes, of Into. course. We went over to the, uh, you, you know, where the judges that do the yeah. parking tickets and everything uh-huh. like that, municipal right. judge, right. and butted in line and said, hey, we've got to have this done, blah, blah, blah. They're like, okay, well, how long y'all live? Well, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Signed it, went back, got married, write it, ding, closing time. And it was a beautiful thing. And I locked my keys in my truck. <laughs> and a state trooper helped me get into it. So what a day. It was incredible. Like, happy wedding That's day. That's one to remember there, Beef. Okay, That's so one to remember. Getting, back, getting back to your wedding. Uh, you, you camping know, ban on ballot. So the guys finally got the camping ban put on the ballot here, which I'm impressed that they did. I'm, I signed the petition for, obviously. You'd have to. Uh, I mean, have you been the down? The camping is, is, it's not camping. But the interesting thing, so everybody, we all know it's just this, you know, out of control, really Igmo thing they did. I don't know where it all came from. Obviously, California, but uh, <laughs> the San Francisco. I heard on the radio yesterday they have this plan to build these camp cities where they're going to go in and they they'll take public land. They'll put the. I imagine they'll put toilets in there and everything, and in you know hand sanitizing stations like they did here under the bridges and stuff. And but they're going to put tents in there, and they did this budgetary thing where, and they, apparently they approved the money. This is in Pelosi's district, <laughs> okay. and they approved the money, and it's going to cost five thousand dollars per person, per homeless person, per month to do this. Which is better, buying hotels and putting them up, or I mean, no, but but, the, but the, what happened is the average person in san francisco pays twenty five hundred dollars a month rent and so the average person is going what what are you talking about you're uh, putting them 
you're you're paying them their rent. You're feeding them. They're giving all this. You're doing this whole thing, and it's not. Te- it's just temporary. What? That's no solution. That would just make uh, San Francisco a big and tent so, city. And uh, so. People are leaving San Francisco like no other city in California. They're actually leaving San Francisco in record numbers right now. And so yep. they're trying to make up and and so now they got to make up for the for the deficit on the, anyway, I don't want to go too deep into it to start the show this hunting and fishing outdoor show well it is but camping, the deal it's so i'm I just mean, saying camping it is whacked out and i am so happy the the city of austin tried to finagle the language on the ballot and we had to go in and sue them so the ballot read clearly where you could understand it you know how they do like yeah, if, if yes it's means not, no then you, if if not then yes to non-camping yes but no that's correct. Right. So that kind of thing. Yeah. And they had to sue them to get the, the the wording down to where it's like, vote yes for camping. Vote no to eliminate public camping. Right. I mean, come They needed on. little pictures, little pictures of people peeing on the sidewalk in a big dump over there. Yes anyway. or no? So uh, there's dead plants everywhere. Do you, you know, lose any plants in your yard? Just a bunch of leaves everywhere, you know, just like everybody else. I mean, lose. What are the I, century cactus or whatever those things are? They uh, just melted. I, yeah, I don't have any of those. But talking about homeless people, I was in Houston last week. Or the, They're pretty, they got some pretty big city, uh, homeless cities they took there. Care, they took care of it, man. You didn't see. Oh, what they do? They, in fact, um, we don't have time to go into it, but they took care of it. So go investigate Houston, and they figured it out. Well, so good we for them, because go. last time I was there at a convention, like the Houston Safari Club, they had under the bridges, they had the whole thing yep. happening down there. I don't know what they did, but they figured it out. So I, saw my, that. I saw the fish in my pond. Oh, no. No, it was Belly good. No, they all lived. Really? My... I have two, so I put those little feeder goldfish uh-huh. in my pond year ago, two yeah. years ago. For that turned into f- ginormous. Man, they're like over twelve. I mean, they're huge. There's a white one and a gold one, or they eat up whatever. everything, man. They just they're huge. So and when are we gonna so have I got one? those in the perch, and why don't we fillet one? See what it tastes like. Why would you, you talk to Mrs. Granny about that? I was just thinking that. The fish are starting to move around, and my little pond, with all the fish that died everywhere, they lived. Well, I just thought so it was interesting. My understanding, like down in South Padre and where all the on the coast on the coast, is where the fish died were in the canals where they couldn't mm-hmm. go deep enough, and that's mainly you know where the water changed. I think in the in the Gulf there it was like from sixty nine to sixty three or something like that. I mean it was a pretty big swing, but in the you know canals and all along that sh- that small water you know around the shore that's where the problem was a lot so, of bait fish you know yeah yeah some trout and redfish but uh, mm-hmm. and i saw places where the canals were just full of, of fish. fish yeah and people that's were gotta out there smell tra- good <laughs> yeah and people were trying to well and that's what a buddy of mine was telling me about uh, a lot of the agave plants and stuff around town that they just melt and they smell horrible. Oh, the agave? Yeah, that the plants, the cactus and stuff. Anyway, 
And you the repercussions of the of the uh, freeze are. are they, a lot, heard a lot of life? black buck. Black buck Did got whacked see, pretty hard. How, how come exotics? Exotics. I mean, because they're not. I mean, where do they? Where do you get exotic? I mean, there's no. We didn't, people don't import muskox or stuff. <laughs> you know, they're reindeer, like little reindeer, antelope. Reindeer and, do fine. They <laughs> well, should. Santa. I didn't hear about reindeer dying, but I did hear about black buck dying. Yeah, I just don't get it, man. It can't be in their DNA because, I mean, whitetail, you didn't hear about that, right? No. So what's the difference? I just wonder, you know? Yeah. Do they just know to go curl up somewhere and not stand in the middle of a field and go... I don't know. God created them different, I guess. Hey, it's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. We're trying to get the engines firing. Oh, it's hard. We need morning, a man. little more diesel on this thing. But uh, good morning. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. We're going to talk a little fishing. The world record biggest bass ever caught on Lake Travis was biggest. caught I have 15 in the last couple kid. days. Man, I, I, isn't that great? I, I'm. I'm shocked that this kind of fish is in Lake Travis. We'll talk that. Maybe Cody will call us from National Professional Fishing League event that he's at today. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse, uh, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hello, I'm Forrest Dale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12.50 yards away. But I got a different kind of hunting on my mind. I got my baby up in my dear blind. Country music on the All right. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. I'm TJ Graney, your host, trying to get the engines firing, drinking some coffee, and uh, sitting around. The Got the pot belly stove cranked up just a little bit. It's a little cool. Sun's up. Nice. Going to be a beautiful day today. Going to be a good day to be alive. It was beautiful yesterday. Yep. I'm going to, uh, can't wait to get on my mower. I couldn't get it started yesterday. And man, it just drove me nuts. Drove me nuts. And then Beefsteak said, yeah, you probably need a battery. <laughs> the time to buy a new Ram truck for thousands less is running out during the final days of Ram Truck Month and now at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. That's every 2020 and 2021 Ram marked way down with the best financing options that you won't get anywhere else. The 2020 Ram Crew cab with 12000 off MSRP. 2020 Ram 1500 quad cab with 12500 off MSRP, the savings and selection are here. The number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealer in Austin. Come save thousands at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. 620 and 183 in Austin. See all the savings online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. So, uh, I feel, you know how when you're missing something, you're like, what am I missing? And it, it's Cody. Talking about fishing. Well, that's what I'm missing. I'm, he's thinking about fishing right now. He's at work. So we, yeah, did, we need him to be working. And we need to uh, say a little, uh, lay some hands on his boat. A little, you know, prayer over him about his uh, his fishing this week. Man, I just think he's got the right attitude. 
he's going into it with a with a good attitude. Well, he's it's ready a, to go. He's it's fired a, up. It's an amazing tournament trail and an amazing opportunity. I'm, I'm, you know, to be um, to be invited in to the National Professional Fishing League and the inaugural inaugural event and season is a big deal. It's a big investment. It's a big deal. And but anyway. Families there, they're rocking it out. But, hey, Texas Parks and Wildlife Department said a 15-year-old angler set a new record for Lake Travis when he reeled in a largemouth bass that tipped the scales at 15.32. Can you imagine that pulling that thing in on your little Zebco? Or, I don't know what I, he had. No, but, this know. kid was fishing correctly. I just, I, I'm, I have fished Lake Travis for probably... 30 years, 40 years. You're wondering where and that one I have where never was. seen a bass that big on Lake Travis. Do you ever. know if he was dock fishing or uh, boat fishing? Says or here, uh, Trace Jansen, 15 of Buda. All right. Is he not a KOZ kid in Buda? No, somewhere? but we should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should. You should have him come speak at your group. About fishing this About month. fishing. Next weekend. Next Saturday. Reeled in a monster bass while fishing in Lake Travis in the Austin area. Officials said Trace's fish weighed 15.32 and was measured at 28 inches long. Is a new record for largemouth bass caught in Lake Travis. The previous record set in 1993 was 13 pounds. It was crazy, Trace told MySanAntonio.com. It's almost unreal. I never thought I would catch a fish that big in my life. Trace donated his catch to Texas Parks and Wildlife Toyota Share a Lunker Program, which works with biologists to spawn fish for Texas lakes. Well, Cody will be happy that that was an actual lunker. Right. He was so, yeah, he got particular about that, 15.32 pounds. That's See, the biggest fish I ever caught was 10 pounds, just under 10 pounds on Lake Falcon. And Is that one that's that on your was, wall? Did you put that on your wall? Yeah, it's somewhere on my wall. And it's it was uh, back in the day when that was what you did. I didn't, you know. But that's cool. There's nothing wrong. I, I just hate the shame that people put on people who keep fish. No, they trophies, man. I'm like, what's wrong? You, we should celebrate that, not go, well, that one's not big enough to put up there. <clears throat> Dude, should... I put three-pounders on the wall, so I've got no shame in the game here. <laughs> it was, you know, it was, this, it was back when that was what you did, and it was fine. I uh, I think it's to go back memory lane, right? I'm, I mean, just, I'm just amazed at the uh, size of, I mean, Lake Travis – it's like we were talking last week, how the lakes fluctuate so much. Like right now, Lake Travis is way pretty far down. I mean, if you drive across Pernell's Bridge out there, it's it's pretty far down. I mean, it's it's, it's but a trinkle coming through the um, Pernell's. But uh, we're not. In it, it just tells me that we need to be out fishing. Hey. Fired up, got the boat fired up yesterday after you nudged me a little bit. Like uh, I've been nudging you for two weeks, and <laughs> I didn't want to just say, "Dude, I gotta go fishing." But so you could have road rash. You'll appreciate this. 
We need to take him out on an adventure. Oh, yeah. Uh, you'll appreciate this. There's a Monday night, a little Monday night bass tournament. Cody and I have talked about it. We fished it on Lake Bass Drop. Huh. And since Cody is so busy, <laughs> I uh, uh, now I know it's not about me. All right, it's about no, it's Cody. about us finally doing it. And so I'm trying to get the details on it so Beef and I can fish the uh, Monday night. So that'll be your professional thing. angler uh, tour. The SS Beef Day. <laughs> the SS, SS Beef. Going anyway, out so on Monday night. What time of, does it start? A lot well, of I mean, good fishing. Oh, I don't. I think it's like five to eight or something like that. Okay. It's it's you're fishing in the dark. I mean, the last hour or so, it's dark or last thirty last minutes. Last light, thirty minutes. Yeah. yeah, you're fishing into the dark a little bit. That's fine. I got but, lights. Yeah, it's no brainer, dude. We're gonna smoke them. It'll be fun. So, uh, anyway, it's a great time to be fishing um text parks and wildlife this is the time of year where they start looking at the rules and regulations and they've got a bunch of changes coming up i i thought i sent you all the couple changes you didn't you thought they were no i i no 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 i went and i looked at them and i was reading the changes so the salt water one is real simple it's like they want to change the rules state regulations to say that you in some areas where they've had restrictions on crab traps. You can now drop crab traps off your pier even if you're in a restricted area. Okay. So, But they had some fish ones, too, didn't So, they? not on saltwater. I didn't see any on saltwater. Okay. But on freshwater, they had these. Mostly it was catfish stuff. Right. And I was reading it, and I was like, this is so confusing blue cat channel on yeah you can you can catch them now and no restrictions except here there's restrictions and there's this and that and i mean they went by lake is what they were starting to it was it it was was a little bit much and i don't want to dog them because they're trying to navigate this little this you know system of fish these things out there that need to be managed but um it was a little bit difficult it you got to take a little bit of time to read it slow and figure it out uh, normally i would say oh that's just you know bonk gobbledygook and they're just blowing work but when last night when i was looking at it again i thought okay i'm just not gonna say they're you know just spitting out rules and regs but i slowed down and read it and it does it is specific to certain areas um, so don't just randomly think, oh, it's oh, wide open. You can keep any catfish you catch. It depends on where you're fishing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those are the biggest changes and stuff. And so, you know I mean? Okay. And if you don't want any rules, just go fish in Louisiana. Okay, I don't know about that, but uh, uh, if you have questions about that, you can call Beefsteak at BR549. Uh, anyway, uh, I noticed, too, we were talking about um, – you know, the fishing, the cost of camping, the cost of fishing and stuff like that. And I noticed that. And uh, the amount of people that are going out and doing it. Right. And in year. Massachusetts, they're having this big drop off of people wanting to fish. Isn't that interesting? And so their solution, the, the typical bureaucratic solution is, well, if we can't afford it, let's raise the prices. 
Yeah, let's make the people that want to do it right. It make and it let's harder. Drive, let's drive more away. And drive. It was. The, it's the most ridiculous. It is. It is absolutely the mindset of the liberal left, like the what what they're doing right now. So they're offering. They're going to give. They're going to give unemployment three hundred dollars more a week to your unemployment check till September. Okay, so and the twelve, yeah, the 12. so you're going to make six, seven, eight hundred dollars a month on unemployment, or you're going to go back to work at the restaurant or the hotel, right? It, it, it is it's absolutely anti-work. brainless. You get you are not motivating people. You're not helping people. But and you're, anyway, you're saying this so relates this the whole, same way. Here. Yeah, it's the whole thing. You, you you're go, not motivating climb, people. You see, uh, deer and archery and muzzleloader seasons, they're licensed to climb 4770 to 160. See, that would keep the middle people just say, I'm not going to do it. Or I'm the not. people who may want to come back in. Right. I mean, they're spending millions and millions of dollars across this country in a program called R3 uh, yes. to get new hunters in and to retain the ones that are there and to get the ones that have left to come back. This is the exact opposite <laughs> yeah. reaction to that. Man, I just wish they would have called and asked us about this stuff. You know, we I could, don't know we who they're talking them. to. Who who tells you that 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 makes sense? Who who gives you that counsel? And who's idiot enough to think that that's potentially? It, it had said that the uh, it's now the second most expensive. The most expensive is guess which state? Just you know it's in the Northeast. You want to take a guess? New York. Uh, well, close. Connecticut, New England. Oh, shocking! Yeah, hundred and eighty-one dollars. Well, year. and uh, it really a big chunk of that is they just don't want you to do it. Mm-hmm. So we'll just make it expensive so they won't do it. I'll tell you what, regardless, if you're listening to this, you probably get yourself over to Archery Country or you can go to AustinArcheryCountry.com. Even if you're Dan and West. West uh, he probably would, wouldn't he? Yeah. Give him a coupon. West Virginia he'd come down. or. <laughs> One of our friends in Florida. Whether you are an avid bow hunter, chasing elk, whitetail bear, game around the world, Archery Country is the place to get all your gear. If you're looking for something for your kids, how about archery? It's a great way to get them outside. Find all the gear, targets, arrows, and accessories you need on site and available for professional installation every day. Archery Country has it. Austin Archery Country. Locally, it's at 8121 Research Boulevard, Austin, Texas, or worldwide. At AustinArcheryCountry.com. AustinArcheryCountry.com. All right, we'll take a break. Come back on the flip side. And we have, what are we doing on the flip News side? of the weird. Weird, weird, weird. Right here on the Outdoor Zone, live of the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. <laughs> 
You're the regulators that keep us going every week by tuning in and sharing us. Just go to theoutdoorzone.com. We're on every podcast platform and live here on the radio on Sunday morning, 7 to 9. It's a radio cast. Um, Everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do, and we want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. SunAutomotive.com locations at 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620 North. Very good, Beef. Boom. Boom. All right. Hey, uh, we were talking in the break. We're going to. We're going to do news of the weird here in a second, but we're talking in the break, and uh, we're going to get Road Rash hooked up on. Uh, we're going to give him a plethora hey, of shooting plethora. options, well, and uh, like before he chooses his, he's got this idea. I mean, I don't want to dog him, okay, <clears throat> Burrow, but if you've never shot or grabbed that judge, a big old hog leg, you know, I know it's cool, forty five, and and it does four ten. I mean, that's kind of cool idea, right? They sell a bazillion of those they things. They do, but to have a judge, to think that there's a judge that keeps that under his robe, you know, behind the, uh, up on the chair. I guarantee, I, I guarantee you there are judges out there with. Whether close or far away. They got something under their robe. It has an that'll answer. Shoot, that'll fling lead out there. I know plenty of judges that carry, but anyway. Uh, we'll get him out there and that'll let be him fun. shoot all of those that'll calibers. Be, that'll be fun. Now it's time for your news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. All right. So... <clears throat> You think it's weird now, it's only going to get weirder. The San Diego Zoo has vaccinated several great apes with an experimental COVID-19 for animals. Well, that's where it came from anyway. A representative from the zoo said Thursday that four orangutans and five baboons have received the vaccine. The zoo plans to vaccinate more baboons uh, and another gorilla. Great apes, including chimpanzees, are the animals most closely related to humans and have proven to be susceptible to the novel coronavirus. Novel coronavirus. Huh. Hmm. Eight gorillas at the zoo tested positive for the virus in January after exposure to a zookeeper who had it. (laughs) That made us realize that our other apes were at risk. Nataline Lambert's Limbersky, Chief Conservation and Wildlife Health Officer at the San Diego Zoo, uh, 
The zoo vaccinated the great apes that are most at risk and can be easily vaccinated. The two-dose vaccine was developed by veterinarian pharmaceutical company Zotus. CBS News said the animals at the zoo are the first known non-human primates to receive the COVID-19 vaccine. Lambersky said the company had tested the vaccine on minks, cats, and dogs. I don't get this. These are the minks. Are these the minks that remember when? (laughs) Yeah. Remember when PETA broke into a test lab and they let all the minks out? (laughs) This was in California. They let all the minks out and they all ran around and they ran into neighborhoods and they ran out on the streets and they were all getting (laughs) run over and just demolished. And who knows what diseases they had when they you know or what experimental whatever they had when they were so that's what went wrong in california now we know the root of it it was but now you know people want to thwart the coronavirus well they have to test it somewhere you know Uh, you don't want your dog or your cat to get the corona well i thought i mean i don't get this because the whole idea of the corona was that they somehow synthesized the SARS what only animals would get and we couldn't get. And it was weaponized so that the human, it would stick to the human genome and we could be infected with it. So I don't get A number of animals. You aren't going there, are you? A number of animals have been tested positive, have tested positive for COVID over the past year. Most notably up to millions of minks on farms that have been euthanized. You heard about that, right? Where they buried them all, and then they started to decompose, and it started to bubble up and bring them up. And so the the people who did that had to uh, backpedal, and they wanted them to burn them all. They wanted to dig them up, and it was something like seven million. It was a crazy number, man. That's you didn't a hear lot about of, that? No. Oh man, you ought to Google that. Minks, and it's I guess because it was smelling so. That's bad. terrible, though. I wonder if they got like an insurance claim for. Apparently the guy that did it got in trouble, but you know, how do you how do you get rid of but that if many it's, minks? I mean, if it doesn't spread to humans, what is it? What do they, what do they just have a little sniffly nose like a little? <laughs> <laughs> well, it does spread to humans. I mean, oh my gosh! Cats, dogs, tigers, lions, and now snow leopards have also tested positive for the disease, which public health experts say may have originated in bats before jumping to pagolins. Then humans, pagolins. So snow leopards. That. I thought, isn't that the one that you don't ever see them? And then you have to go up on the mountain and you sit for days in the rocks and snow. And then one. You, you're just wanting to bring up your spider monkeys, your snow monkeys again, right? No, I didn't say spider monkeys at all. I was talking about snow leopards. What is that? Snow monkeys. What is that movie? The guy is trying to break away and figure out his life and uh the unusual life of somebody something come on oh the walter mitty guy yeah walter mitty where i he, never saw that he goes and finds the goes on the map you've never seen them no <gasps> road rash that's a good movie it? right road uh it was an all right one ben stiller it was like one of his serious movies you know and i don't know that he does serious too well but he played that one all right it was you know six out of ten right now <laughs> beef Right now, I need to go do it. You need to watch that movie right now. You're right. telling me to pick get up, up right now and leave and go. <laughs> wow! No, you should. It's 
it's just about a guy who's like trying to figure out what what life is really you know is there more to it and is this cubicle everything it's what we talk about all the time anyway right and getting into the outdoors you're saying him going to the top of a mountain to try Mm -hmm. to figure that out yeah that was good that was real good so um turkey season's coming up and i'm a little a little concerned that my your place for turkey hunting my turkey is place is uh have you faded. So i'm, uh, what about I'm open for anybody out there that would like for me to <laughs> kill a turkey i don't think i got turkey on my place they got deer out there mm-hmm. and man you know i might they're turkey I everywhere got some, i got some canals and some creeks and some water and you're gonna figure you're gonna try to put a turkey feeder in I wonder if there's turkey out there. I haven't heard of turkey, but man, I had a I had a local guy working on my uh who was he? He was one of the uh it wasn't the internet guy out there, but he was one of the guys a local out there. So who a guy, knew, a serviceman came out to your house to do something and you got to talking about turkey. All he wanted hunting. to talk about oh, he was with Blue Bonnet Electric. <laughs> Shocking. And all say. he wanted well, he wanted to talk <laughs> about the deer and he said, Oh man, the deer out here are huge. They're here huge. He said, You're gonna have some big old deer. He on must this saw place. your your feeder up or something, right? Uh no well yeah but. okay well that's I mean that's <laughs> kind of why else would you no why else we're would not he talking just about me <laughs> but no uh, there may be turkey I didn't ask him about turkey but I'm gonna text him he said he said you got his number if you need to, now wait a minute no he said you if got you need his to, number well yes okay road rash get this right uh, how often do you have a service person come out. And they end up talking about something you want to talk about. We're not and then talking you end about up the getting, cable guy at your house And then in they Austin. end up talking about, and you get their number. How often does that happen, Road Rash? I just leave things broken. <laughs> to, well, TJ is a very unique individual in that way. And uh, he's always working connections and that information. It's, when you live in the country, it's I guarantee it's who you know. It's who, you gotta not, you gotta have gotta have your peeps, man. You gotta, it's a, it's it's what the world lacks today, which is the small town menta- small town mentality. Mentality. I'd like to hear more about that. We should save that for another segment. Let's talk about. No, small I'm town. not talking about it anymore. Austin's oh hottest my. new restaurant, Shore Raw Bar. Now this, we're going there some, next Saturday. Oh, you got a date? Oh yeah, we're taking. taking uh, you uh, taking the winch and. Uh, do you mean in the suburban? You mean my? Uh, <laughs> oh, are you talking oh, about my oh, wife? Oh, oh, I thought you had your wife pulling that tree out yesterday. Oh, no. oh you were. Oh. Can we go to break right now? Hey, our Can- amazing friends at Shore are serving regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, Mexico. Man, they posted some stuff this week on their Facebook page that just makes you want to drive over there and, and have dinner mm. right then. Uh, you got to check out their Facebook patty, uh, page, Pet Friendly Patio, live music, great desserts, handmade right there. Their fish is uh, fresh every week. Go see our buddy Rick Wahlberg or Jim Schneider, located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Wine Oak Hill, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill, shoreatx.com for details, shoreatx.com. 
for details. All right, when we come back, we got game warden field notes and more from the Outdoor Zone guys, Beefsteak, Road Rash, and TJ. Cody's in the field. Follow us at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. How good are they? ZZ Top. Doesn't oh, it just get you oh, going? Oh. That Texas thing just, oh, man. So I'm trying to find my. You know your GMC, right? Spring forward and hit the road and a new GMC because we're offering huge deals on everything right now at Nile Maxwell GMC. We're offering huge savings on every new GMC in stock. Don't wait until the last minute to get the best deals on hundreds of professional grade GMCs. Come in and get these deals right now. Are the 2020 S. 2021 Acadia SUV with three rows of seating to fit up to, and that fits up to seven. And when you don't need the third row, it's 50-50 split offers you more cargo room with options. This SUV packs a big punch with attentional attention-getting style that can go anywhere and do anything that 2021 has in store. Nile Maxwell GMC, exit 256 in Round Rock or online at nilemaxwellgmc.com. Now it's time for your game, Morden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. A Lubbock District Game Warden received a call during hunt, hunt regarding hunters being on the Dimmit Playa Wildlife Management Area in Castro County, the Dimmit Playa WMA is a draw-only hunt property, and the informant that called was a hunter who had won the draw hunt and was currently scouting the property for the upcoming weekend. The informant told the warden that when he arrived at the Dimmit Playa, there was a pickup parked at the gate of the property. As he got closer, he noticed three hunters firing shots inside the property. The Castro County Sheriff's Office was dispatched and arrived on the scene first uh, due to logistics. After interviewing the subject suspects, the sheriff discovered they had killed five pheasant. The warden coordinating with the sheriff and all the five pheasants were the warden coordinated with the sheriff. All five pheasants were seized and civil restitution was filed. The suspects were also cited for the following violations. Taking possession, taking or possessing species from a wildlife management area, failure to have an annual public hunting permit, and no upland game bird endorsement violation. 
So what do you think their MO Those guys was? just needed their boop, boop, whooped. Yeah, but what do you think? I mean, they just said, oh, we didn't know. We were just driving by. I don't care. You should know. And it's they knew that wasn't their property. How do you not know? Well, they're just idiots. Wardens are were patrolling in Childress County for state law violations when the, it's not like one of those deals. <laughs> okay, no, I we're mean, going back okay, it. no, it, it's it's not like you um like a a rule where you you know it's a confusing uh, rule like. I don't know what, you know, you, you need to know your game laws if you're going to be out there. But did, did you think, uh, you, you know, want... they, they, they obviously, you don't not know that you don't go into a piece of land or on a piece of property that you don't own or don't have physical personal permission to go on. That is just like a, it's like a basic who don't do that. You must not be from uh, around the area if you walk onto property in Texas. Um, man, every time I, if I were to cross the fence, that's the first thing I think about. If is it worth it? Someone's going to maybe take a shot at me. Well, I really you, would you not... don't do it unless you have commun- communicated with the other landowner, right? I mean, it's just that. I'd literally right? fear for my life in those situations. I, I think, because I don't think it's right. I think people shouldn't be on other people's property. No, that's what I'm saying. And in you but you, and you don't know what's going on over there. You don't know I mean there's a lot of reasons why. And so thus not to mention it's against the law. I just wonder what the right? what the mindset is of somebody that pulls up to a place well, It's like shooting deer off the road. It's just you're just an idiot. You know, a lot of people in West Texas or what, East Texas. I'm sorry, they. Uh, oh, they here, do that. here's the East Texas. <laughs> this is a little Where, East Texas dig. Oh yeah. Well, you know, now that you're an East Texaner, wouldn't you call yourself? A, I joke with people in East Texas that it's oh hey, that's the one place in Texas where deer season's 24 <laughs> hours a day, seven days a week, 365 I, I days a, a year. I thought you set that up as a practice. I thought that was a 3D target. And I was Wardens were it. patrolling in Childress County for state law violations when they observed a vehicle with a Louisiana license plate traveling east on a rural highway. Oh. A traffic stop was conducted, and during the initial contact with the driver, the wardens pointed out there was a small purple box with a marijuana leaf insignia on it that appeared to have THC written on the box. Warden said the driver exited his vehicle and questioned him about his trip across the U.S. during the U.S. during the investigation. They asked him to please put his Twinkies down and his 44 Route 44 drink. The driver admitted to having some marijuana and THC edibles inside the vehicle. A probable cause search of the vehicle yielded several containers of THC wax, no idea, THC edible candy, okay, pot candy, marijuana, and several drug paraphernalia items. The driver was booked into the Childress County Jail without incident and charged with possession of a controlled substance, possession of marijuana less than two ounces, and possession of drug paraphernalia. All absolutely fine with me. Which part? Getting the munchies and driving across Texas. And so he was some, obviously uh, on a road trip. He'd gone to California or oh, Colorado. Colorado or yeah. someplace and 
You know, he's just like cruising some back highway. Hey, man. Hey, dude. This is awesome. I'm just eating my wax, my candy. I wonder if it's like those lips. You know where they used to have those wax lips? lips. (laughs) You'd put those in and then you'd look in the mirror and go, oh, man. Okay. My lips aren't moving. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, All grains and no play makes Garfield a hangry boy. And it turns out hangry cats are a greater threat to local wildlife. How many times have we talked on the show? (laughs) Little pet peeve here. Although I'm looking to get a barn cat. Hey, man, if you don't feed them, then that's good. Let them do it. You no, know, I'm going to feed mine. Go trap, but go trap a feral cat. Make him earn his living. Throw the, him out there. To keep small birds, mammals, and reptiles safe from local cats, new research suggests that caretakers offer their feline friends a diet rich in meat, proteins, and plenty of playtime. They love to eat the head off of stuff, don't they? Mm-hmm. So... PETA's not going to be happy about this. Oh, that they're being... That so they're, they're trying to, to talk... They're trying to get everybody to, uh, you know, spay their cats and, and all that stuff. But the problem is that people... And you know, feral cat yeah. And leave the feral cat populations the way they are. Well, they decimate wild bird and and small mammals. And now they're saying they you need to give them more meat. <laughs> See, this makes too much sense for PETA, though. That there is a circle of life, and things work this way for a reason. And they shouldn't get involved into the scientific part of It's not about science. They can't raise money with science. They can only raise money with emotion. FarmRanchStore.com. Man, I love these guys. They've become part of my life. There's no better way to ensure a successful farm or ranch operation than have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. From handling equipment and ranching equipment to fencing, feeders, rodeo arenas, we're proud to offer you the top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today. Hey, if you're looking for a piece of dirt, if you've got a piece of dirt and you need any gear for it, you want to go to farmranchstore.com. Farmranchstore.com is where the landowner goes to get the work done. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll fill up your coffee cups and meet us back here. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. We got a good topic, right? Yes. At 8. Coming back 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.